Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much for joining the podcast. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. Today's podcast is presented to you by Superbook Sports Colorado, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton, and of course, Blake Street Tavern. A lot to get to today. Can't wait to get into that. I do want to tell you something funny. My wife, uh, she's off today. And she's like, hey, do you have time to go with me to Costco? And I'm like, no, I, I, got, I got to do some podcasts, get those ready. And, you know, because we obviously we got thanks. It's Thanksgiving week. So, uh, you know, I'm busy. I need to catch up and get ahead of things. She's like, OK, I'm going to go. And then she comes back and she's like, you got to check this out. <laughs> I don't think we need this, but I got two giant things of peanut butter. I'm like, that's going to last us like a year. The two big things of peanut butter, which, by the way, big fan of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh, I love that. But anyway, then she got two big things of like cooking spray and all this stuff. And she's like, it was a great deal. We just, it's only nine dollars and you get all this. And I'm like, it's fantastic. Like every everything that was in her bag. She's like, well, I don't think we need it, but we got this. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's America for you. Right. Right there. Costco is America. You don't really need it. But it's a great deal. It is. Oh, it's funny. <laughs> she was so excited. And I got to admit, though, it was a good deal. And you can't pass up good deals. You know what else you can't pass up? Headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> I always find this funny when you see celebrities like actors, especially when they say it's really easy. It's a little bit of hard work, obviously, to get fit. But, you know, this is how you do it. No exception for somebody like Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson is a freak. Obviously, he, he was blessed with genetics. But also, it's just he's also blessed right now, especially as as he's coming off of training for the new Black Adam movie, which I have yet to see, but my family has. It's annoying. I hope you can hear me. I need to see. I need to see that. I'm I'm planning on going to the theater by myself to see Black Adam. Is that sad? Is it sad if I go see the movie Black Adam by myself because my family decided to go without me? No, it's not. It's fine. I'll get a whole big tub of popcorn. I'm going to leave that theater with a smile on my face and five extra pounds around my waist because <laughs> I'll indulge. I do want to see it, though, and I don't care if I go see it by myself. Anyway, going back to Dwayne Johnson, there was an article written about how, you know, he gives his tips to being as fit as him. One, you got genetics. There are just some people that are just born with that ability uh, to to get bigger and stronger. They're just they are just blessed by the hand of God, essentially. It's always funny, though, because actors you get paid to work out to get into shape whatever for a particular role you get paid to do that whereas me and everybody else in the world we have to work we have to you know take care of our families we don't have this you know the finances to go oh we'll just get a babysitter or somebody else for the next six months so i can work out and you're literally, that's your job for like six months is to work out. Nobody else has that opportunity. What's your job? I'm going to work today. 
what are you doing for work? I'm just lifting weights for a couple hours, come home, eat, blah, blah, blah. It's like nobody else has that gig. So I, I know that they, they work hard at it, but they live in a fantasy land. Now, that being said, how can you get as buff as Dwayne Johnson? Well, first, you need a team of chefs and a strength and condition coach that helps figure out the precise macro count necessary to maintain his superhero physique, right? He never skips breakfast because he eats eggs, a meat like bison, a complex carb like oatmeal and fruit, usually uh, either papaya or blueberries. Then he does a morning workout, which by the way, he eats six times a day and works out multiple times a day. For example, he'll eat another meal at 10 a.m., complex carbs like rice, chicken breasts, and greens. It's pretty much the same kind of meal all the way until the last one of his day. And again, like I said, he eats six times a day to get the look that he wanted for the rule in Black Adam. Nobody can do that. One, it, it's a time suck. So you can't be doing anything else. That is your motivation. That is your daily routine is getting up and working out. You're eating right and you're working out the right way. So it's like none of us can really do that shit. You look at those people in Hollywood and it's just like, yeah, they look great, but it's make-believe. It's make-believe. Also, I'm not saying he does it, but it is kind of crazy to think about that you could be that big and work out that much. And again, I'm not accusing him, but it just seems a little fishy that... Somebody like that, like Dwayne Johnson, doesn't do steroids. It's, doesn't it seem like that in order to maintain that, that grind of constantly working out like that, I mean, he's like really fucking working out every single day, multiple times a day. You would think that that's what you, you would have to do. And here's the thing. I don't care. It doesn't bother me. But it's just one of those things that the, they would never say it. I don't think anybody would ever come out and say it because there is that stigma that's attached to steroids, as it should be, that it's just not a healthy thing for you. And I agree with that. But ultimately, it's like, I, I don't care. If you want to ruin your body, do it. And I'm sure he's doing it in a more careful way than, say, people that are just going crazy and, like, trying to get make a football team or whatever. He also admitted to men's health that he rarely will eat food just because it tastes good. And that's something he learned from his dad is when he was young that it's not about how good something tastes. It's, it's how good it is for your body. And that's something that's interesting because if we all did that from a young age and be like, it's not a matter of, how good does it taste? It's just like, how good is it for you and the growth of you as a, as a human being? Then I think we'd all be a lot healthier. So I guess in a sense, there is a, something you can take out of that is don't always go for what tastes good. Be like, yeah, maybe you have the majority of your days, Monday through Saturday, where you eat what's good for you, not what tastes good to you. And then you have that quote unquote cheat day on Sunday. And that's where you just, you know, you eat something delicious. 
And I bet what that would do for your Sundays is make you enjoy them a lot more. Maybe you did it Saturday and Sunday. I, let's, let's be honest. Who can handle only doing one day of, of eating delicious food? So if you did two days a week where you, you ate delicious food, but those other five you're eating what's good for you, I bet we'd all see a good turnaround in our health and we'd all be a lot healthier. Are we going to do it? Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Listen, I think we can all agree that we all have an idea of how to be healthy and how to stay healthy. It's just a matter of doing it because it's a lot of hard work, especially if you're already past being healthy and you're trying to get healthy. And, and so it's just like it's a lot of work to get there. It's not impossible not at all, but it's it's going to take some work. You're not going to end up looking like Dwayne Johnson unless you're going working out like crazy and you have nothing else to do. And also, you got you're going to have personal sacrifice. You're not going to be able to go hang out with your friends really because your job is to be healthy. That so that's there's a lot that goes into getting that physique. Uh, I couldn't do that. For many reasons, I can't do that. Speaking of uh, being healthy, a gamer almost died after drinking 12 cans of energy drinks in 10 minutes, all to try to impress his colleagues. I guess his pancreas just started eating itself. It was like just his body was shutting down. Don't fucking do that. Don't eat anything in indulgence like that just to try to impress your friends especially energy drinks. There's so much in there, sugar, caffeine, and other random things that we don't even realize. Bad idea. Bad fucking idea. Just sit there and play your games. Don't try to impress your friends. If anything, drink... Even if you drank 12 cans of water, that probably wouldn't be good for you. You know, because you can get water poisoning. But I'm, what I'm saying is this guy's an idiot. You don't drink 12 cans of energy drinks. Jesus, in 10 minutes. Fuck. And he almost died. Again, another dumb way to die. Hey, we got more headlines coming your way. First, root for safeties this season with your friends at Superbook Sports. If you bet with Superbook this football season, they're going to give you a $50 bonus if a safety is scored on a Sunday. So however the safety is scored, all you got to do is root for chaos and win money with Superbook this fall. Download the Superbook Colorado app right now and start rooting for two with Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com for terms and conditions. If you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. This is Shelly Majors, GM of the Blake Street Tavern. Call me at 303-675-0505 to book your holiday party. We'll customize your menu, wait on you, and give you gifts of frankincense and myrrh, which reminds me, what the is frankincense and myrrh it's a blake street tavern where denver watches sports this is crazy to me because i would never have thought about this last year a woman in waco texas was arrested for having her eight-year-old son aiden walk a half a mile home by himself it was a nice clear day sunny nothing crazy going on not bad weather at all it was after a karate class and the eight-year-old was annoying his siblings in the car so the mom had him get out and walk alone to clear his head and to calm down and just be with himself. It was a half a mile. That's it. They're only 
basically a couple blocks away from their house. So what happened was she was charged with endangering a child, a felony carrying a a mandatory minimum of two years in prison. There are sidewalks the entire way. There's basically no traffic. But a woman one block away from their house had called the cops to report a boy walking outside alone. The lady had actually asked Aiden where he lived, verified that it was just down the street, and proceeded to call the police anyway. The cops picked up Aiden on his own block. Are you fucking serious? What a joke. What a joke. Now, the police uh, went to the lady's house and they're like, you realize sex trafficking is a thing, right? And he could have been kidnapped and, and gone into and sold into sex trafficking. And she's like, okay, I, I didn't, didn't realize that. They're like, well, it's not around here. It's, it's more of the downtown area. But right here, you don't see it very often, but it could happen. And she's like, okay, shit. Now, then the child services got involved and she almost lost, uh, you know, her child. And after two weeks, child services closed the case because they're like, well, it was unfounded. She didn't didn't really do anything wrong. But that didn't mean she wouldn't face criminal charges. So there was a family, potential family endangerment. But then uh, CPS was just like, no, she she didn't do anything wrong. But it's a screwed up law in Texas. She lost her job because of this. And she's still fighting this in criminal court. What the fuck? I remember being a kid back in my day. Dude, we'd walk like two, three miles when I was like eight years old. Now, times have changed. That's fine. But essentially, it's the same. I don't understand that. I'd be fucking furious. A half a mile? Now, that being said, I'm overprotective of my kids, and I wouldn't let my kid do that. If I did, I'd be in my car nearby, (laughs) you know, making sure that they got home okay. But that's just me. But that being said, if I saw a kid that was eight years old walking home, I wouldn't think anything of it. If it was a kid that was like two or three years old, yeah, that's concerning because somehow it got the kid got loose from the house and is just wandering around. Maybe the parents are taking a nap and the kid's just like, fuck it, I'm breaking free. That's happened to a lot of people I know. That's not a knock on the parents. That is just something that some kids are just escape artists and there's nothing you can do about it. And it's freaky as a parent. There's been times where my wife all of a sudden heard the front door open and she ran downstairs. And before my son could get past the porch, she was like, dude, you can't. She grabbed him and she, you know, got him inside. That's when he was like, like two or three years old. That's freaky. But the kid was eight. And I don't, I don't know. I get it. Kidnapping happens and kidnapping is a scary fucking thing. And it's way too often in the news that you hear attempted kidnapping or an actual kidnapping happens. I get it. That's scary. But eight years old, I mean, we were doing that when we were kids. We're walking, if not younger. Was it right? I don't know. I I think it was okay. Nothing bad ever happened to me. I did have that one time where that, that guy did try to solicit me to go into his car when I was like six or seven. But I had been 
taught enough about how to handle those situations where the guy still remember I'm walking home from school and he pulls up in this green car, beat up kind of old car. And he's like, Hey kid, uh, I don't know exactly what he said at the beginning, but he's like, get in the car. And I'm like, no, no. And then he's like, get in the car. And I'm like, no. And I start walking faster. And he's like, get the fucking car. And I'm like, no, stranger, stranger. And I just like, I'm like running as fast as I can. And the guy just like peels out and goes some another direction. Scared the shit out of me, but I knew how to handle it because between my mom and the school system teaching me, I knew how to handle it. And I did the right thing. Should this lady have lost her job because of it? I don't think so. That's fucked up. I feel sorry for her. The people have set up a GoFundMe to try to help her get out of this mess. Like, like she lost her job. She, she's losing money very quickly. And then try, I don't know. It just, it bugs me. I don't, I don't feel like she did anything wrong. Do you? I, I guess I can see both sides of this. And, and I guess in a sense, I'm kind of a hypocrite because I, I, I wouldn't let my kids walk a half a mile by themselves. I wouldn't. But yet, I, I don't judge her for doing it. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. You know what else is crazy? A little lighter conversation. Justin Bieber paid $1.3 million for a bored ape NFT. But now that same NFT is only worth $67,000. <gasps> what? No way. Huh? <laughs> it's probably only worth that because Justin Bieber bought it. That's it. Big shocker that the NFTs are just a big scam. What the fuck? Bullshit, man. You guys spending your money on that crap. NFTs, still the biggest joke. Every now and then, I get bombarded with, like, especially on Twitter for, uh, for NFT things. And people, there's still people out there buying them. I don't get it. It's a seller's market. It's not a buyer's market. You can sell. Hey, shit, man. If you sell an NFT, good for you. Good for you. I don't understand why anybody would buy one. But if you want to sell them and make some money, good for you. Go for it. Do it. I, I don't see what's wrong with that. If somebody is going to buy one, that's fine. I wouldn't pay for it. It doesn't make sense. People spending $1.3 million on a bored ape NFT. The same NFT that I could take a screenshot of and turn around and sell it to somebody else. It is, it is not, <laughs> it's not, you know, safe. If I wanted a picture, that same exact picture, and to put it on my wall, I would just take a screenshot of it or download it, and then I would print it out, and there you go. You can't stop me from doing that. All you have done is spent $1.3 million on a picture saying that, well, you actually own it, but everybody else can actually own it too, but you're the only one with documentation saying that you can own it. How does that fucking make sense? You are that's such a bad investment. Bad investment. We're going to look back on the NFT era. In, we're already looking back at the NFT era, era and going, what are you guys thinking? But really, like 20 years from now, people are going to go look back on that and like, wow, there was a lot of dumb people back then. 
There was. So dumb. <laughs> you want to buy my pee? Be like, yeah, I do. Here's $1.3 million. That'll be the next thing. People are going to be selling bodily fluids to random people. Be like, do you want to sell my pee? I'm famous. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't think I'd get to that at the end. That's weird. Anyway, I hope you guys have a great day. We got Thanksgiving coming up. Oh, can't wait. I'm going over to my wife's uncle Bill in Aunt Janet's house, and they always do a phenomenal job with the food. And I can't wait. It is so good. So good. There's never a bad food item there. And I'm a snacker. And they always put out a good snacking spread, whether it's stuffed mushrooms or just a, the simple idea of, say, chips and dip. And then you got uh, vegetables and dip and hummus. Oh, so good. So good. Love it. And then there's beer. And that's good, too. Oh, and they got whiskey. Oh, yeah. I love me some whiskey. Anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends if you could, please. Thanks so much to Superbook Sports Colorado. Blake Street Tavern at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver. And, of course, Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton. As we're talking about getting some booze, go over to Total Beverage in Westminster or Thornton and then get loaded up for the holidays. It's the Huff Uncensored. Thank you guys so much. Let's keep moving forward. Have a great day. I'll talk to you next time.